I'm Sarah Lovestout, and this is Influenced Equity. I will be joined by guests from a wide range of industries who all have the commonality that there's no perfect linear line to success or life. Together, we're gonna figure out what works for you, for what defines success along your journey. Entrepreneur, CEO, wife, mother, exceptional athlete are just some of the many hats that the amazing Ellie Leonard wears every single day. Welcome, Ellie. Thank you so much for joining. Thank you for having me. So I want to dive right in. What does an influencer mean to you? Are you one? Do you think that you hold that role? Honestly, I don't use the term influencer with me just because I feel like it almost sells it short a tiny bit. Um, I like to be called a creator because I feel that it encompasses more of what I do. I like to share and that's, I'm not as much pushing products or trying to make a quick sale. Like I'm trying to share my life and give that value to others and create that connection with others. The thing that I love about you is how you were able to share your story during the pandemic. You've been quite honest with your journey, with your love story and um, with the seven foot baby. I struggled to not be perfect on social media, but it wasn't until the pandemic that I was like, no hair, no nails. I don't have a choice. I can't be hype maintenance if I wanted to. And I am Bougetto. And I'm like, y'all just gonna get whatever the hell I give you. So how did COVID change your approach to content? Honestly, I think we saw a major shift across the world, not just because of the pandemic, but we went from being Instagram primarily, right? Which is filtered, it's tailored, it's that perfect pose. So that's where TikTok got its rise. And TikTok prioritizes the real authentic true self and then during the pandemic you're like i'm not putting on real clothes like that's that is too much that is way too much so it really the pandemic almost helped us shift into that more raw and real conversation it's interesting because that's where my blow up happened with my career that's where yours blew up the authentic most beautiful part about who we are is is what people loved from us i know for me as a mother and i was married at one point um I know I, I remember looking in the mirror and I didn't recognize who I was and I struggled with identity, but also having to show up at the same time on the internet and trying to be perfect. How did you navigate or how are you navigating motherhood, being a wife, a CEO, and where do you fit in the middle of all of that? So what is really convenient and I love about my content is that I share my life and I share all facets of it. So I share myself as an entrepreneur, as a wife, as a mother, and it doesn't make me prioritize just one or the other. So with my day in the lives, that is primarily what I do, right? It allows me to be the full me and not just a partial me. Is that scary? To be honest, no, because at some point, <laughs> this is gonna sound crazy, I think I'm literally just posting for family and friends and I forget that other people can see it like if I'm going, if I'm walking down the street, right? And someone's like, oh, I follow you on TikTok. That always blows my mind because to me, I'm making family home videos and just sharing with everyone. So when people are like, oh, the seven foot baby, oh, that car seat putting into like that was, was so fantastic, <laughs> like packing. I'm like, oh, I forget that like other people can see this, but it's relatable. Like everyone does this. Maybe they all don't share it. And I completely understand people who want to be more private. But there is such a beauty in connecting with others, even through a digital platform. You've almost, almost, almost convinced me. See, you're an influencer. You al <laughs> you've almost convinced me to start sharing uh, the motherhood part of my life, which I, I don't share at all. 
Um, but I would love to know, how did you get to Level Food, which then led to Level Active? Because you could really could have sat back and be like, I'm not doing this. Yeah. And I definitely think that is what people assume as a, like a significant other of a professional athlete should do. Sit back. You're on vacation. Retire at the age of 19, right. 20, 21. Excuse it's me. over. Life is done. <laughs> like, I don't know about you, but if you haven't accomplished anything in your life and you quote unquote retire at that age, you look at yourself in the mirror and you're like, what value am I bringing to this world? Really? Like, what is my purpose? I'm not just supposed to be here just mooching off someone. I want to I want to be and grow something and I want to do something right. So obviously jumped into the food world with level foods and doing the protein bars. And we did that for a few years. And I think it's really funny sometimes how you could put your mind 100% to something. And sometimes there's just other plans in the picture. So we were doing it for a little over a year and it took us 18 months of development for the bars. And then I was like, you know what? We've built enough brand equity. Let's start launching merch. First merch went fine. And then I have always been kind of a tomboy. Mm -hmm. That's my thing. So I'm like, you know what? I want to do leggings. I really want to do it. So I got, you know, a small order of custom leggings, um, worked with my manufacturer to get like the design and fit right, launched it. It went really fast. I'm like, hmm, weird. Let's do it again. Got a little bit more. Went really fast. I'm like, very weird. Like as a protein bar company for leggings to be going fast, I'm like, okay, but we're going to test this. But they fit so good though. I know. I'm I know. Like, I feel sexy and it covers yes. my mommy's belly. Yes. <laughs> it holds you in. So I got a bigger, bigger run. And at that point, they were forecasting better than the bars. And I swear to you, a week later, my manufacturer calls me because manufacturers in the U.S. are having a tough time right now with employment. And the owner said, hey, I'm shutting down your line for protein bars. And I was like, well, this is a sign. It's a sign to go forward with this other avenue that I've always been passionate about. But it was really saying, you know, it's a female-focused brand. Bars were something that my husband and I could do simultaneously. And obviously, he has influence in his position too. And I'm like, I kind of just want to own my thing. Mm. And then it was also perfect timing as well because I got to build it then with my audience. So that's something that I'm doing differently. Leggings have allowed me to build level with everyone and use my platform to do so. And it feels so much more authentic and it feels so good. And I love, I love sharing it. Oh my goodness. So what is it like transitioning from content, you know, business to retail business? Because it's different. It's a very different lane. To be honest with you, they work simultaneously. Really? Like I will probably, I spend just as much time on content as I do the leggings. And there's a reason why. When I was working in the food world, I probably was doing 60 to 80 hours a week. And, you know, it also ended at a perfect time because it was right before I got pregnant. And I was thinking, like, if I had a baby, there is zero chance I could do that much every single week. I mean, I think breastfeeding alone is literally a 40 hour a week job. No, that's a full time job. Yeah, it's insane. So it's not really like transferring from one to another. It's working simultaneously together. I learned so much with the bars of what's your 80 20. So what can you invest 20% of your time and get 80% of the output, right? I invest in my social media, which drives a lot of sales. I invest in email marketing and otherwise that's it. Before I was trying to do a blog, I was trying to do videos, I was trying to do, you name it, Facebook advertising, Pinterest advertising. And once you just dial it back and see what you can invest your time in, you also value your time more. I tried to do all of those things all at the same time and I burnt out so fast because oh, yes. I was trying to be everything to everyone mm -hmm. in every part of my business and 
to be honest, I also realized that in the process, there was a lot I didn't like about business. I'm an introvert. I don't really like people that much. So there's <laughs> there's there's a lot of, of, you know, I tried to, I was like coaching and I was really good at it. Yeah. I realized I hated it. Like it just required so much of my time and my energy and I mm-hmm. had to buy my time back. What's the one thing you would tell another woman who's a wife, a mother, um, who wants to be a CEO? How do you pursue those passions? Prioritize them and set up the boundaries for it. I think a lot of times when someone asks me, you know, do you like who your friend is dating? I look at, does that person make her better and want to see her succeed? A lot of times, I think as women, we, we're givers. We give our time to our kids, our relationship, our family, our friends, and we forget that we need to say, hey, we're important too. I have ambitions, and now let's create a path to do it. But you have to give yourself that space. I wish I had done that early in my life. It took me to my 30s to, to figure out that I needed to, one, give myself the grace Two, it was okay for me to yeah. give myself the space yeah. because we are givers. And then there's the mom guilt of, you know, am I taking time away from being a mom? When I'm an amazing CEO, I feel like I'm failing as a mom. Mm-hmm. And when I'm the most amazing mom, I feel like I'm failing as a CEO because the balance isn't real. But I realized that it was just my, me not giving myself the space and the boundaries yeah. to say no and trying to be everything to everyone pursuing and knowing when to stop and go and to stay in your lane is so hard. But what if, let's say I have multiple passions, because you did, you started with the food, with Level Foods, and then you went to to active and social. Do you feel like you had to pick that, just that one thing, or could you do multiple? You can always do more, right? You can look at the business and say, I can do more. You can look at your children, you can say, I can do more. You can look at your significant other and say, I could be more for them. And at some point, you have to be enough. I think this is where like checklists or just setting goals for yourself is so important because you can always make the list longer, but you have to realize like if you chip away every single day, whether that be post something or create content or edit it or design an email, whatever it may be, if you chip away a little bit every single day, you're going to create something big, but it doesn't have to be built in a week. It doesn't have to be built in a day. It doesn't have to be built in a month. You can take years and just know that you can be enough and not everything if that makes sense. Oh, I love that so much. All right, let's wrap this up. Ellie made a few great points that I wanted to share with you. One is the 80-20 rule. What is 20% that you can do that gives you an 80% return? And the second thing that I wanna make sure that I share is that you are enough. You can be enough and you don't have to be everything. Ellie, thank you so much for joining Influence to Equity. Until next time.